Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Zachary Green. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. We're going to talk about your new book, Warrior Entrepreneur, Lessons from the Battlefield to the Boardroom. And uh, you served as a Marine, right? In That's correct. Yeah, yes. and you still go out there today and talk before graduating um, classes and 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 Paris Island and the Marine Corps, and so you're still helping people there. But you also have a warrior camp or warrior. How did you call it again? Warrior. Call it the Academy, the Warrior Academy. So it's a combination of uh, in-person LMS systems, masterminds, mm-hmm. Facebook groups, you name it. It's about building a community of warriors that can accomplish pretty much anything that's in front of them you know and let's talk about that word warrior because i think some people get an icky feeling about the idea of warrior they think warrior means just go out there and and kill people but it's a much deeper word than just making a kill what what is your definition so when you look at the uh, merriam-webster definition it's 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 somebody that has struggle and conflict and overcome struggle and conflict so my definition of a warrior is not necessarily the veteran it could be that that young uh, mother that's working two jobs and mm-hmm. and single by herself trying to take care of her kids mm-hmm. it could be someone that just served time in prison they're trying to get back into the workforce again after learning from their mistakes it could be that veteran but mm-hmm. the the common thread of a warrior is someone that's had struggle and adversity and they've grown from it rather than gotten weaker from it mm-hmm. and the reality is is that's the choice you get to make if you're going to let something take you down or if you're going to look at it as a learning experience it's kind of that saying we've heard before turning lemons into lemonade it's a bad situation but what can you take from it to make you stronger and use those lessons from that difficult experience to um, make you a better person and to grow from it 
Correct. And the cliches are there's so many out there, you know, what doesn't kill you, make you stronger. And mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how hard you get hit. It's how fast you get back up. You can't affect what happens to you. You can mm -hmm. only affect how you react to it. And you have that control and that power to make that decision to not be a victim and to grow from that. And those are the people I like to work with, because what I learned in my time in the Marine Corps, my time mm -hmm. as a firefighter, and ultimately my time as an entrepreneur, the harder things got, the more that I grew. Mm. And tell me where in those difficult moments in your struggle, um, do you find that you were able to pull more creatively? What what happened in those times of struggle that actually made you stronger? Well, I, I think we got to go all the way back to, to my grade school and, and growing mm. up. Um, I had wonderful parents. I had a lot of learning disabilities. I had very severe and still do ADHD. Now, it's funny, they call that a learning disability when you're younger, but when you get out of school, it's called multitasking. And all of a sudden it's this great thing. They're like, oh, he's an energetic entrepreneur that can do five things at once. So you gotta, again, it's how you want to say, do I have a disability or no, I have an ability. Mm. But they gave me a lot of opportunities, moved me from Montessori school to private school to Catholic school to public school. And um, my mom spoiled me and I get down to Paris Island and my mom had laid my clothes out for me every day, my senior year of high school on the edge of my bed. And I get down there and I'm looking around like, oh man. And I didn't do well. I really mm. struggled early on. And I was amazed that the other recruits that were down there that grew up, some of them in West Virginia that had dirt floors, some yeah. of them in the projects of Philadelphia, New Orleans, that didn't get three meals a day, they were flourishing. And I couldn't understand where I'd been given all these wonderful opportunities for my parents and my family. And I was doing so bad. And the reason why is they had that chance to be already become warriors at a very young age. Oh. Iron sharpens iron, that rhino skin started to develop. So by the time I finished in, in the Marines, I had gotten to that level of warrior like they had. But it was interesting because we want to take the easy route. We want to take the route of comfort. And unfortunately, mm. you'll never grow. And so for me specifically, that's really what I learned during my entrepreneurial journey, which, by the way, was 10 times more difficult than anything I did in the Marines or as a firefighter. Mm. It was that grit and that tenacity and that courage that, that mm. I learned in those early years in the Marine Corps that really helped caused me to not only survive, but to, to conquer and to grow as a, as a business person. Well, I find that fascinating that you found um, being an entrepreneur harder than being a firefighter or even in the Marine. What made it more challenging being an entrepreneur? Wow, where do we start? So I, I think the, <laughs> the first thing is, just like in the military, you have a plan, but nothing ever seems to work out. They always say no plan works when the first shots get shot down range. Or mm -hmm. my favorite philosopher, Mr. Mike Tyson, once said, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face, right? <laughs> yeah. So the reason it was harder is in the Marine Corps, we have 200 years of doctrine, 250 years of doctrine that we can learn from. We have an unbelievable team from our generals down to our captains, to our staff sergeants, to our privates. Mm -hmm. There's systems in place there. As an entrepreneur, you're building it from scratch. Not only are you building it from scratch, you're building the boat on the ocean as it's sinking. Mm. And because that's what's happening. I mean, you were literally spending money, making money, trying to pull everything together all at once. And the challenges for me was the more that we sold, the more that we grew, the harder it became, the more money I brought in, the less money I had, because mm -hmm. you start to learn about this thing called the cash conversion cycle, which is the amount of time it takes from you to get an order till you actually get paid, not sold, but paid. 
And um, it was just having to try to figure out everything on my own and do it with a team of people that, that weren't quite the elite team that I had in, in the military. Yeah. I couldn't afford to, to buy the good employees that I had when I worked at corporate America. I had the bad mm -hmm. news bears. They had a lot of heart, but not a lot of talent. Wow. And you know, this is something that our audience is going to love to hear about because most of them are entrepreneurs. A good many of them started on the back end of their life where, you know, they had adversity of other sorts, maybe a divorce, maybe they left corporate America, retired, and they're starting a business. And often the idea is, yeah, I have this talent or I make great blanket or whatever it might be. And I'm just going to make a business. And it seems really promising until you get out there and you start doing it. And it's not as easy as just your talent because talent and maybe something the marketplace wants that you have is great, but all the bits that go into it along with hiring great talent, because in order to scale, you have to have other people help you grow. Um, how to get all those bits together. How did you get people that maybe weren't the most talented, but build them up while the, the ship was still in the ocean trying to keep it afloat? So I, there's a great lecture by Simon Sinek, um, a, a TED talk called mm -hmm. Start With Your Why. And that's really what mm -hmm. I did. So my why early on, I got lost in a fire. I wanted to create a product to help other firefighters not go through what I went through. Mm -hmm. And so my why was always about let's do stuff made in America and let's do stuff that helps firefighters out safety. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I served in the Marine Corps and I didn't serve during combat time. Um, I wish I would have. I didn't. Mm -hmm. um, but I was fighting for your freedoms to pursue happiness. And one of those mm -hmm. is entrepreneurship. Literally everyone that came to this country at one point in time came here as an entrepreneur. They didn't mm -hmm. have a job waiting for them in the 17, 1800s. They created their destiny. They created mm -hmm. their jobs. So what happens is when you get people that have that why, and as long as they match your culture, you can train them. The most mm -hmm. dangerous personal organization is someone that has very high skills, but they don't match your value and culture. And the reason they're the most dangerous people is they can hold you hostage and they become a cancer in the organization because everyone realizes how valuable they are. They realize how valuable they are. But if they don't line up to your values and your culture, they're just going to tear your company up from the inside out. And that's difficult because when you find that number one financial accountant or that salesperson and they just are destroying the, the, the connections you have with your vendors and your customers and your employees, mm. it's not worth it. Yeah, that's the first one on people. The, the next one is I, I look at it as a three legged stool. The stool can't stand unless you have all three of those legs. And I, and I want your, your guests to write this down because this is really something that I've taken me decades to figure out. And it's so simple. Three things you need to be a successful entrepreneur. Number one, you have to solve a problem in a unique and elegant way. At the end of the day, it's not about features and benefits. It's about solving problems. Mm -hmm. And the example I use is if you're just trying to sell water, that's not a big deal. But if it's mm -hmm. hot out and you're in Texas like you are and you're thirsty and you start saying, hey, I have a solution to your problem, I can charge you $10 for that glass of water now mm -hmm. because I've not tried to talk about the features and benefits. I've talked about the problem that I'm solving. Mm -hmm. Number two. And this is an important one. You have to have an unfair competitive business advantage, not illegal, not unethical, but it's got to be unfair. And the reason why is we're all a bunch of Davids and the big companies are Goliaths that are out there. You're not going to be um, bigger than them. You're not going to be stronger than them, but you can be faster and you can be smarter than they can. And the way you do that is the way that David defeated Goliath. He used his strengths against him. David's or Goliath's strengths were his his size and his power. 
but that meant he was also slow and he couldn't be agile. The second thing that David did is he said, I want to use my strengths against his weaknesses and his strengths mm -hmm. were his speed and using a weapon that advance uh, the sling that gives the advantage of someone that's farther away than someone nearby. Mm -hmm. And if you remember back to your Sunday school time, the first thing that Goliath said to David, he said, come to me. And I think you see that a lot in business where the business are like, no, you come and you work on our things. Well, no, yeah. you don't let them dictate the business. You dictate the business. You, you mm -hmm. determine how you want to go to them. So if they say you're selling cars and I love to use the Elon Musk example and they say, OK, Elon, you have to go through the uh, the board of uh, you know car dealers and they decide that they're not going to want to open up a no car dealer. And if you don't do that and you don't play our game, you're not going to go. And he said, screw you. I'm going to sell direct. Mm -hmm. And then you look at Uber, you know, well, you need to have the taxi, uh, you know, permit. And they said, no, we're just going to go right off the phone. So you as an entrepreneur have to dictate it and you have to have that unfair advantage, which is that speed, is that why, is those other type of things. The third, which is the most important one, a lot of people don't realize is you got to have really great sales, marketing and distribution. If you've got the greatest product in the world and nobody knows about it, it's not going to help you. Matter of fact, there's some really crappy products that are out there in the market, but they've got such good marketing and distribution that they do exceptionally well. Then you've got your neighbor that's got the most brilliant idea in the world, but they're so scared that someone's going to copy their idea. They don't tell anybody and they keep it away from everybody. I'm the opposite. I want you to tell everybody. And guess what? If they copy it, that's fantastic. That means you've got a good idea because you're going to come up with version two or version three or whatever else down the road. And I'll leave you with one last example on that third one on sales, marketing, distribution. We just talked about water. Mm. A lot mm. of people don't realize that the bottled water business is $750 billion a year in sales. When you and I were younger, we did not have bottled water. No. It was free. You drank out of the hose. You drank out of the faucet. You had a cup that you would fill up or something like that. Mm -hmm. Why is that such a big business? It's because of distribution. It's because Coca-Cola and Pepsi were the first two main ones to dial that into their distribution. Mm -hmm. And now you spend $7 for the EVN water or the Fiji water. And at the end of the day, it's the same damn water. It's water and it's distribution and marketing so that those are the three things that i really need entrepreneurs to understand before they do anything is, is get a good answer to those three questions yeah so what i'm getting is when you're a new business owner get get clear on your why solve a problem in a unique way and number two find your unique um unfair advantage use leverage and your strength as an entrepreneur what you're or selling and you dictate the terms Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. 
Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, and lastly, uh, find a great way of PR, marketing, and distribution to get you out there. And with the water in mind, you mentioned that, what's the deal? We could just take it out of the tap or something. But the deal is they sold convenience, I, I believe, because people are like, hey, I can just grab this bottle of water, go on the go, I'm out, I'm hot, I just get this bottle of water, I don't need to worry about. And we've become so, as, as we were talking earlier in the conversation, so comfortable uh, as Americans wanting convenience, 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 and, and they found a way to give us uh, uh, another way of convenience. That's absolutely right. Again, marketing and distribution. You can argue if if McDonald's is a better tasting cheeseburger than the one that you have at a real fancy restaurant. Mm -hmm. Well, I will argue they they've spent their time on marketing and sales and distribution. I mean, at a very mm -hmm. early age, what do they do with the kids' meal? They're hooking you at that early age of associating fun and toys with McDonald's. So the for the rest of your life, every time you get a thing of French fries, even if you're not hungry. It's like a, a comfort food and it brings you back to those wonderful childhood memories. That's marketing, that's sales. And the fact that it's on every street corner, that's distribution. Yeah. That's what the entrepreneur needs to think like. Yeah, I mean, I know it's it's thinking big because it, you might be one in, you know, one uh, business, a small sect, but you to scale it bit by bit, how, what's it going to look like having that vision? Let, let's talk a little bit about that. But before we talk about vision, I just want to make clear, you had mentioned uh, that you served, but you didn't get to, to, to fight. Oh, um, there was not wartime. Um, but you know, one thing that I think people don't take into effect is that having a strong military at all times, keeps for peaceful times. I think I've heard it said that when there's strong military, you know, people say, it, oh, yeah, we're not going to fight you. You're good. You're strong. You know, you have that strong fighter. It's all set. They've been working out. They got beef. No one's going to mess with you. So, um, and I think that's what it is by having a strong military here in the U.S. It keeps the rest of the world going, oh, we're not going to screw with them because they got their stuff together. So Christina, it's funny. The, the number one mission of the U.S. military is not to win wars. It's mm -hmm. to, it's to deter wars. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that when we park one of our aircraft carrier groups right off the horizon and in front of some bad actors, guess what? They shape up real fast. <laughs> um, if yeah. you're, you know, the the bully on the playground and you realize that other kid's going to kick the you know what out of you, you're not going to bully them anymore. So mm -hmm. strength. And again, we never want to have to use it. We never want to mm -hmm. have to go out there and fight, but we will if we need to. And uh, not to get in political discussions, but, you know, you look at after World War II, we absolutely decimated our military. Well, what happened? The Chinese rolled through North Korea mm. and that happens. And then after, um, you know, what's just happened, this horrible Afghanistan withdrawal. Now we've got China flying balloons over the top of our country, like mm -hmm. with total impunity. Yeah. And it's because they don't have that respect and that healthy fear. So a strong military actually is more peaceful than a weak military is even though people think that if they spend more money on in the defense that it's going to hurt that's not the case mm -mm. no and the same goes for your own personal self because uh, in high uh, not high school and grammar school i was picked on a lot i was bullied picked on and i was very very not that you know about it today because i'm very outspoken but i was 
very shy. And um, because I was so super shy and hidden, I, I got picked on a lot and sometimes beaten up. Um, but it was in high school, I started to gain my confidence in past high school that, you know, try to mess with me in my later years of high school. You know, I was going to tell you a piece of my mind and I didn't get picked on as much. So the same can hold true for your own personal self. If you build your stuff, your, your character, your strength, both physically and internally, it also makes you a stronger person not to be messed with as well. Well, Christina, and I wish I could talk to you, your younger self in grammar school, because the reality is the only reason you are successful that you are today and you had that confidence was because you got picked on and bullied. Had you not got picked on and bullied, you would not have developed that rhino skin. You would not have gotten that toughness. So even though it's no fun when it happens, Mm -hmm. the warrior looks at that with adoration rather than uh, concern because they know that's how I'm going to get stronger. It's not fun when you're going through it, but when you come out of it, you're, you, you become a lot stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now I'd like to hit on the last part. Like how does someone who has a business get in touch with what is your big, why, where do I find my leverage and how do I even begin to market it? Your day one outside the, the gate. Maybe let's say you make the best damn pies. Everyone wants a piece of it. They come to your house. Oh, where do I buy some of this? That's great. But there's a million pies out there. How do you differentiate yourself? So I think the biggest mistake that entrepreneurs have is themselves. And let me explain what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. The skill set to be an entrepreneur, to be a founder is vastly different than the skill set of a CEO or the skill set of a chief operating officer. Mm -hmm. The entrepreneur's job is the visionary. They have a big picture idea. They've got 10 different ideas at once. The job of the CEO, the job of the COO is to focus on that one idea and execute it flawlessly. And what I find that happens a lot of time is when it's just you and your bacon pies in your kitchen, you're going to be great because you your love is coming through those pies. The connection you get with everybody is fantastic. But all of a sudden now we got to invest $10 million into a pie making facility. And as a result of that, we have to have a whole team of a dozen people that do nothing but just maintenance, preventive maintenance on the machines. We've got now five people in the finance department determining who are we paying, when are we getting paid? We've got marketing, we've got sales. Now all of a sudden, all those skills that you had early on, they don't transfer to those Mm. other skills. And so what happens is, is I always tell people for founders, you have to have a plan for the growth. And a lot of times that plan does not include you. And that's very, very difficult for a lot of entrepreneurs, myself included. Mm -hmm. It's like your baby. You take care of your baby, you nurture them, you take care of them. But if they're 30 years old and you're still fixing them breakfast and they're living down the basement, you're not doing a really good job as a mom. Mm, but yeah. you at some point have to give them a little bit of tough love and let them go off. And that's the same thing that happens with your business. And it usually happens around year five. Around year five for most businesses is when your kid turns 18 and makes that decision. Do I stay at home or do I you know, leave the house and get out of the nest? And you're going to fall a couple of times. That's part mm-hmm. of the learning process. Mm-hmm. So when you want to talk about companies that really can scale it's that the founder and the entrepreneurs knows their place in that business and that their place is the visionary is the face of the business is everything that happens outside of those four walls and then hiring really really good people to run the day-to-day operations and get the hell out of their way and try to avoid all the challenges and roadblocks that they may encounter 
Wow. You, you've just laid out so much uh, insight right there in wisdom. Um, I was hired uh, several times as um, consultants for up and coming companies. And some would have just that problem. They're probably is that 18 year old kid going out on their own stage. And I found the most frustrating part was the founders or the owners of the company would not want their great talent. In some cases, they had fabulous talent they had accrued they they really got some fabulous people working for them but they didn't want to let go of their hand to let them explore and ex- ex- explode um because they felt like if they let go they lose their company and i'm like no it's going to exp- it's going to totally explode if you let it but you have to get out of the way and let it grow uh and it's hard like i guess a mom letting your kid go off to college it's hard to let your kids go it is and you know it's interesting because um we want to um, well, the reality is no one's going to do as good a job as you. It's your business. You're created. No one's going to take care of your kid like you, period. Mm-hmm. But they don't need to do as good as you. If you can hire three people and each of them do 40% of the work that you do, mm-hmm. well, the three of them combined are going to do 20% more just because of the mere fact of capacity and their mm-hmm. ability to do that. So you have to be comfortable that, yeah, they're not going to get it right and they're not going to be perfect. But if you get enough of them and you provide enough tools for them mm-hmm. and that why keeps them going, that's when the real things start to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been great. We could go on a lot longer, but I don't want us to leave without everyone getting their very own copy of Warrior Entrepreneur, Lessons from the Battlefield to the Boardroom. How can they get their own copy and find out more about you? Certainly. So, of course, you know, any place books are sold, Bars and Nobles, Amazon, you name it. But if you'd like to support your fellow entrepreneur like the one in front of you right now, uh, go right to my website. It's warriorentrepreneurbook.com. I'm more than happy to autograph and any uh, books that get ordered off of there. Let me know uh, if you want me to inscribe it to somebody. And then again, that way, 100 percent of the proceeds go back into my business. Um, the other thing that we're doing is I'm really trying to push building this um, academy. And what I've done is created what's called Warrior Academy, and it's spelled with an E on the end and not a Y. And the reason why is Plato and Socrates, their academy was spelled with an E, and they wanted you to get out of the classroom and go into the garden and onto the battlefields and actually experience it in person, first person experiential leadership. And that's what the Warrior Academy is. So if you Google that, or if you put the website in, it's Warrior Academy, A-C-A-D-E-M-E, dot com and through that we have everything from uh workshops and uh Mm. um we we're doing one coming up this year in gettysburg where it's a three-day experience in gettysburg where we use a virtual reality sand table and hands-on exercises and and then go out actually onto the battlefield Mm -hmm. we've got a very robust leadership management system that's Mm -hmm. there we've got some individual coaching so lots of stuff you can find from the, the warrior academy um organization this is awesome. You know, it's calling to mind. You've heard of the Spartan uh, games and stuff like of course, that. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because life has become so easy in the Western world here in the U.S. mostly too. Um, and that now people find, like we were just talking about earlier in our conversation, that people want to grow and and through, as we were saying, through the adversity, you build the strength. And so now I find a, especially a lot of young people going to purposely look for hard things to do to grow themselves and their character which is awesome. Think of this as the Spartan race for your business. We're going to have fun, but I'm going to push you and you're going to get into areas that you may not like, but I guarantee you, you'll get stronger uh, as a result of it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Zachary, for coming today to Savvy Broadcasting and sharing your great gifts. Christina, thank you for everything you do for our fellow entrepreneurs. 
like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 